Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you jag off. Channing Crowder. Throw the spinner. Chicken and cheese is an aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana. Rudy Gobert. Those are your weather. You look slightly zooted. I might have tailgated a little bit. Sports. Thursday night football. You can watch it on your ring doorbell. I had some whoopee in a bunch of Waffle House parking lot. Is milk liquid cow? Mr. Unlimited. More sports. There's pork, but sometimes you gotta eat poke. It's raining testicles! The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Squickle. What's going on here? I ain't getting no action last night. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Want to let the music play there a little bit so everybody could really soak up the Joe Flacco versus Skylar Thompson matchup we have all been waiting for all season long. I don't think that's ever been said before. <laughs> no, you know how they have the imaging before the right. game? There's right. no way that the quarterbacks are up there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's it'll be uh, Tyreek Tyree and Sauce Gill. Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the corner. Who's the he's the Pro Bowler? So Sauce Gardner versus Tyreek Hill. It might be a picture of two quarterbacks, but both who are inactive. It might be a picture of like Zach Wilson and Tua, right? You, you know, know, it's like well, that's great. the story. If, yeah, if they put up Marino and Namath, <laughs> just just give you something to remember. We had a great matchup in 1981. <laughs> just remember this, guys. Today's a Dolphins Friday. It's brought to you by Gunther. You've got to get to Gunther Mazda in Fort Lauderdale. They're on 441, just north of 595. You can visit GuntherMazda.com. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. So it'll be Joe Flacco for the Jets on Sunday. It'll be Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins on Sunday. Uh, Vegas obviously likes Skylar Thompson because the Line has continued to go up for the Dolphins. Who would you rather have as your starting quarterback? You have one game that you have to win. And by the way, it, the Dolphins do have to win this game. So you have to win one game. It doesn't mean anything for the Jets. You have to win one game for the Dolphins. You feel comfortable with Skylar Thompson or would you feel more comfortable with Joe Flacco? <laughs> oh, honestly, Joe Flacco, because yeah. I know he's won a Super Bowl. I, like, Skyler, has Skyler showed y'all anything on the field other than preseason? I know y'all loved him back then. Not much. Anything beyond preseason, Solana? Because you were a big, big Skyler fan. During the preseason, everybody was, in all honesty. Have you seen anything in the regular season where you go, oh, I, I mean, this is going to sound silly, but oh, that guy's the next Brock Purdy. No. Yeah. You know what? Because I, I, I didn't know. I had to look it up because Joe hadn't played in a while. Joe Flacco has two 300-yard games this year. This year? Yes. Yeah. He has 307, 309, 285. Joe, Joe ain't washed now. I'm not, I'm not taking him to win anything, but he ain't washed. You have uh, a sometimes spotty Dolphins defense, and we'll learn a little bit more as we get closer to the game. I saw David Furonis in the Sun Sentinel. He tweeted out, Mike McDaniel feels optimistic about Xavier Howard, Bradley Chubb, and believes they will officially be listed as questionable. Uh, Mike McDaniel says Cedric Wilson will be doubtful, so that might mean that Tyreek Hill returns some punts. Um 
you know, I, it says, let's see, David Fiorona's no to Ron Armstead, Cedric Wilson, or Kendall Lamb at Dolphins Friday practice, along with Tua Tagovailoa, of course. Teddy Bridgewater not seen throwing during brief media viewing portion of the drills. Um, you have a sometimes spotty Dolphins defense going against a quarterback while old, uh, a quarterback who can put up numbers and has won a Super Bowl. Um, and then you've got a good Jets defense going up against this quarterback that we drafted in the seventh round. And had he, this, I really do believe this, had he not looked really good or as good as he did in the preseason, probably is not on the Dolphins right now. Like no. their hand was kind of forced to keep him because he didn't want to lose him. Um, so it, it's it's a very interesting matchup in my opinion, for Sunday. I, and by interesting, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's yeah. good, interesting, bad, interesting. It's interesting. The Jets have the number two ranked passing defense in the league. They're top 10 in most categories. Like, I, we laugh about this quarterback situation with the Jets, which it is funny as hell with Zach Wilson and Mike White and now Flacco. Their defense is why they're 500 right yeah. now. Their defense yeah. can play ball. Bro, I, this game is a race to 20. Whoever makes it to 20 is going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, bro, I believe That's that your kind of football game, man. Oh man, you know what? But I like when it's not terrible offense, though. It's, <laughs> right? It's, that, it's biting it's that, defense. It's yeah, not terrible offense. it's that mid ground of of what kind of football I like. I'm not going. So lie. we'll talk some Dolphins today. Obviously, Mike Cunio is going to join us. We'll get some picks from Lee Sterling today. Uh, uh, more great news about Demar Hamlin came out today. He even addressed the Bills team via FaceTime. Uh, so that really, I mean, everyone from from where we were when we started this show on Tuesday to now Friday at 2.06, and it seems like DeMar Hamlin is going to be A-OK. Uh, knock on wood, thank God, whatever you prefer to do, uh, it really is the, the the best outcome that we could have at this point so far. So great news there. And... Yep. Uh, and then you got a Heat game tonight. You got a Panthers game tonight. Matthew Kachuk, they uh, named the All-Stars yesterday. Matthew Kachuk is an All-Star. I read his synopsis on NHL.com. It's pretty damn impressive. Matthew Kachuk leads the Panthers in goals, assists, points, even strength goals, even strength points, power play points, shots on goal. He required the fewest games to reach the 40-point mark in franchise history, surpassing Pavel Bure, and registered the most points through a player's first 25 games and 20 games with a club. So Dang. he has certainly been one heck of an acquisition for the Panthers. That's the crit because um, who said yesterday? Josh Appel. I think it was Appel. He and was Pizzola. Like, Pizzola, because like, yep. he commented on the trade too. He's like Kachuk is is not the problem in this trade. I I don't you know what? It's pointing back today. I'm coach, man. I'm not gonna lie. Well, and and I thought Rappi Zola said something interesting too. Uh the Kachuk for Huberdo portion, uh Kachuk's better than Huberdo. You win that. But the Panthers also gave up Mackenzie Weger in that trade. Yeah. And Pizzola was adamant that you really miss uh him out on the ice. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, lots to get to on this Dolphins Friday. We will begin with headlines and Alejandro Solana. 
They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks also sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech this winter. There are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. I'll just kind of go through um, everything Hawk didn't get to there to kick off the show. Last night, Kane's women's basketball upset number 22 UNC 62-58. to They're back in action Sunday at the Watsko Center. They host another ranked ACC opponent, number 9, Virginia Tech, 1 p.m. Loved it. Saw some uh, video of Coach Katie Meyer on social media. I mean, it was a, uh, a great victory for the uh, Canes women's hoops team last night. Yeah. The Panthers, they are in action tonight. They play the Red Wings on the road at 7 p.m. puck drop in Detroit. Yep. That game is in Detroit. <sighs> Very classy way of saying Detroit. And I'm yeah. a pretty classy guy. Yeah. yeah. What happened? That's a very classy way of saying Detroit. I get that part. Yeah, I'm a pretty but classy that, guy. That's the part I had a problem with. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> Sounds a lot like how I pronounce a Rudy Gobert. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that way at all. Huh. I think you're trying to sound sexy. I'm trying to sound classy. The Miami Heat, they is played. That, uh, is that one of the worst trades ever, that Rudy Gobert trade? Yes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Yeah, no, for sure. Come on. Yeah. I don't even have to look at the numbers. Yes. Yeah. What was it? Four firsts? Yeah. Right. Like it was yes. questionable even if you thought he would lead them to a finals. Like it was it was that questionable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you and, know what I saw him come out and say, the fans might not appreciate me, but the organization does. They better. They gave up their entire future for you. I hope they believe in you. <laughs> that's what that's when you know things are going south, by the way. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's the kid that says, my mom loves to watch me play. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. My mom says, these are cool shoes. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> that was my argument with my ASICs in middle school. <laughs> hey, my mom got me these. <laughs> ASICs make you a comeback, by the way. They're cool again. Are they? Yeah. They're cool? They're cool this again. Is, yeah. Oh, I don't know if they're cool, Solana, but this is personal experience. It was never an again behind cool. If they're cool now, this is the first time. I saw we were, uh, uh, my wife and DJ and I, we went up to Palm Beach Gardens last weekend, and we I saw some Puma, and, uh, you know, Puma was big when I was a kid, but DJ says that Puma's kind of popular again now. Yeah, they signed some rapper, and they're kind of like, they're trying to get, like, you know, the, the young kid. Honestly, it's what Solana's saying. It's cool for the young kids, but they're signing rappers and stuff now. Who, who's with Puma, Solana? Do you I, know? I think LaMelo Ball is with Puma. Derek Jones Jr. is with Puma. They've got a couple notable athletes. Oh, well, let us know which uh, which notable athletes they've got. I mean, LaMelo Ball? I mean, pe- people love LaMelo <laughs> Ball. Mo- it was more for the DJJ than, than the LaMelo Ball. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> Usain Bolt. Okay. Oh, all right. Antoine Griezmann from the French national team. Um... Randy Moss had Pumas when he was on top. Yeah, he did. Yep, I remember oh. that because I was we were playing and everybody he had was to be one like, of the few, right? Yeah, it was like Moss. Like you can't argue with Moss if they were on anybody else's feet, he would have got killed during the game. <laughs> hey, oh. bring old Puma, bring old Puma out here real quick. 
Isaiah Thomas as well, who Crowder uh, recently interviewed on the Pivot. Yeah, the old Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, it. Where's Pumas now? I think he was a, a Puma-sponsored athlete back in the day, and he's still. Oh, okay, all right. I thought I, I I got you. I didn't. I thought you were saying now, but I was gonna say, well, what difference does it make now? The last time I saw him was on the Pivot. <laughs> yeah, but our it, beloved our beloved Derek Jones Jr. wears Pumas. He mentioned that. He said that, yeah. and that's what that's when I the, said, "Well, let's talk about notable people." Demarcus Cousins is he? No, hmm. he's actually. I think he's working out with the Lakers, or he's in talks with the Lakers over the next couple. Oh of, uh, yeah, that's great. If you have like a team that doesn't really like each other, bring your own Demarcus. That's the perfect. <laughs> <idea. laughs> he's gonna he's gonna smooth we'll everything over. things down. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy. <laughs> Hey, Hawk, you're hating on Isaiah Thomas wearing Puma now, but, like, didn't Howie Long transform Skechers into a brand for, like, the middle-aged American man? Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, I, but Isaiah Thomas doesn't do Puma commercials, does he? Like, Howie Long was in your face that these are very comfortable. I think the commercials still air. Yeah. Like, he's in your face. These are really comfortable shoes. Where would you? My point was, where would you see Isaiah Thomas wearing the shoes? The pivot. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no offense to the pivot, but is that is that moving shoe sales? I don't. I'm saying, like, if Isaiah Thomas was doing commercials for Puma and making, you know, trying to make them popular for, you know, uh, guys in their 40s and 50s are trying to hold on to, you know, an uh, an athletic dream. Uh, but if he's just wearing them on a, a podcast every now and then, I don't know what the sponsorship deal is doing for Puma. Hmm. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know what? Again, what is it? They had first they had Howie Long, then they got Brett Favre, then they got Romo. Ske- Sketcher was down. Oh there. yeah, Romo does uh, Sketchers. Yeah, Chris Carter yeah. too. I think. I think he was doing Sketchers as well. Yeah, it's not for the younger crowd. You can't convince no. any nineteen-year-old. Hey, don't need Sketchers. And that's that's good. Like I always say, if you know who you are, know your wheelhouse. Like don't you know? Don't get all cutesy, Skechers. Oh, we're gonna try to fool you. Uh, you know, we're uh, we're 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 signing. Uh, what's that guy's Drink. name? Web Web your mama. <laughs> Web your mama. Oh, Wemban Wembanyama. <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> who is Web your mama? I've never that's heard that of this big giant guy. That's gonna be the biggest NBA star since LeBron. Oh, you know the, the who skeleton I'm talking about the web skeleton with skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah web, web your, your mama. mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Victor, web your mama. Yeah, that's what I call him. I can't, I can't get it right. Him and Fajelda them every time that guy's on the damn injury report. <laughs> <laughs> You're upset. Uh, the Miami Heat, they play tonight at the Phoenix Suns, 10 p.m. tip-off tonight versus the Suns. They're without Devin Booker and Cameron Payne for the Heat. Other than Caleb Martin, who's questionable, pretty much everybody that we would care about is uh, is probably going to play tonight. Uh, Heat are actually favorites on the road in Phoenix. So, yeah. hmm. Got to win tonight. Yeah, You lose against the Lakers. You got to bounce back above 500, finish this road trip. You got to win tonight in Phoenix. Listen, there's one team – in Florida that's in got-to-win mode. Well, two. The Dolphins, obviously, and the Panthers. The Heat are not in got-to-win mode yet. No, no, sir. Yeah, but this game specifically. Like, they, no, they got to win nothing. this one. This they game, nothing. This one. It is so much more important for the Panthers to beat Detroit 
and the uh, the Dolphins to beat the Jets, then, you know, if I gave you a choice, you could have two wins this weekend. Panthers, Dolphins, Heat. It, it, you got to take Panthers and Dolphins on this one. Heat are a playoff 100%. team right now. 100%. Yep. And, and, bro, they have, they have 80 games left. Yeah, not really, though. I mean, they're, they're, approaching, they're approaching the halfway mark. So 40 games left. The Dolphins have one. Yeah, but Skylar Thompson's your quarterback, so – Listen, listen, Hawk's going to try to – I feel he's going to try to convince me to put money on the Dolphins. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. nope. Not – I mean, literally, there's no chance. This game I, – I, I have been the guy all season long. This is not like your typical Dolphin seasons. You don't have to do the, oh, woe is us, and things are going wrong. And I was that guy at uh, the San Francisco game, and then the Chargers game, and then the, the Packers game. I'm not that guy anymore. I expect fully to happen what's going to happen Sunday. Yes. And it's and it's because if Tua's healthy, if we're fully healthy, I'm it, I'm different, but I'm with you, Hawk. They are they Joe are, Flacco they are is going to have a game where teams are going to be talking about, well, maybe he's the answer next season. That's how good he's going to look. <laughs> I looked at his numbers, man. This dude had, he's throwing for 300 yards a game and we're laughing at him. <laughs> Man, if I would have told you at the start of the season, Dolphins would be 8-3, and three, and then Joe Flacco would end their season in Week 18. <laughs> You'd go, yeah, of course. What, what, of course, why not? <laughs> um, by the way, the, the Panthers also play Sunday against the Stars at 3.30 in Dallas, which is a game in Dallas nobody will be at because the Cowboys will be in action on Week 18. And nobody's going to be watching it in Miami. It's when the Dolphins game right. is on. So, uh, yeah. Bad scheduling. And uh, the Heat, they host Brooklyn on Sunday as well, 6 p.m. Your NFL slate, Saturday, Chiefs, Raiders, 4.30 p.m. Chiefs secure the top seed in the AFC with a victory on Saturday. And then Saturday night, Titans in Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. The winner clinches the AFC South. There's a lot of machinations. The NFL, and they approved it today. They uh, had proposed something last night, and it was approved today by the NFL owners about how the AFC will play out because that Kansas City-Buffalo game will not be played. Uh, and I would explain to you all the machinations. I can't get Webb Yamama's name right, so there's no chance I can explain <laughs> what's going on in the NFL. Just sit back and watch. Somebody going to play. <laughs> right, right. Put the TV on when the little guide on the air says NFL football. You'll see a game. I don't know where. I don't know with who. And I don't know what it'll all mean, but there'll be a game. Okay? Let's move on. Web your mama. <laughs> I read the press release and tried to prepare notes for it to be prepared. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I gave up halfway. I said, uh, yeah. bleep it. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, by the way, Patriots and Bills, a game we all care about. That's at 1 p.m. as well. And uh, the NFL, they announced league-wide support for DeMar Hamlin in this final week. So, there's going to be pregame announcement and moments of silence for support. And uh, teams can outline the number three on the 30-yard line in blue or red of their field. That's cool. All players will get a Love for DeMar 3 shirt for their warm-ups. And then the Bills will all have the number three um, on their jersey, a patch, number three on their jersey. That's very cool. 
listen to this. So we knew, we know we were uh, the pivot. We we know, I'm not saying we're friends with Michael Rubin, but we've had Michael Rubin on the show. That's the guy from Fanatics? Fanatics guy. Yeah. So he made this big announcement. He was like, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're releasing, you know, we're making a bunch of, um, of DeMar Hamlin jerseys and we're sending them out. He makes that a statement. We get a shipment sent to us and it gets stolen in the mail because everybody knew that the Fanatics were sending out these jerseys when wow. he made this big announcement. And so the one that Ryan Clark had, he had to go personally get that. And he was in New York and Ruben stays there. But our package was stolen in the mail. Let me tell you something. Whoever stole that package, karma is waiting. Okay? Something bad will happen to that person, and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. And they messed me over. uh, Think about about messing over an angel. That's what I'm saying. Uh, And now, about this relationship with Michael Rubin, my son is looking for, there's a couple fanatics internships that are open. (laughs) Lori and him have been poring over them. I had no idea you knew the guy, so let's talk. Yeah. Hey, text me. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking right now. Go, let's talk in the middle of a talk show. All right, anything else, Solana? Yeah, your weather. It's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations. Call them 866-954-WEBYAMAMA. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Eight six six nine five four more. My joke that Mike Webb, your mama from CBS Four, is coming up. <laughs> Damn. Uh, right now it's uh, it's hot as hell again outside. That's your weather. No, it was in the mid seventies today. A cool front has come through. I don't. It is hot if you're in the sun, but there is a cool front that has come through to be super cool tonight. And and the temperature is in the seventies if you're in the shade. Mid seventies. Um, if you're in the sun, it feels like 112, but that's pretty much Florida. Um, but yeah, no, there's a cool front that came through. All right. Anything else? Web your mama. No, we're good to go. All right. Mike Cuno from CBS four. We'll talk some dolphins with him next. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. Papa Reno. Papa Reno. Hawk and Crowder. That of course is the horn alert that lets us know Mike Cuno is there. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you just cut him off. <laughs> if you hear this horn, either Mike Cuno is coming on to talk football with us, or you just cut him off on the Golden Glades. <laughs> uh, Love funny. you, Mike. That's Solana, though. I didn't even think of that. Like, that's Solana just beginning the, the segment with a, a negative note. Uh, just oh. terrible. Solana, what are you doing? Why why are you doing this? How are you us? blaming this on me? I mean, you guys you guys started the bit. I, I, I just play the sound effects. I'm not so certain. Uh, we'll go out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Mike Cuno, you can watch him hosting Dolphins Weekly Live on CBS 4. You could see him delivering sports on CBS here in Miami. And you can see him nationally on CBS Sports HQ. Hello, Mike. I'd like to apologize for our... Our executive yeah, producer. Know, I have I have a Friday off. I'm sitting in my backyard looking at the beautiful cloudless sky. And then just to ruin it, just that squeaky little horn pops in. And it's like, ah, ruin your weekend. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that's him like, you know, him. It's like having a, 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 a younger brother and you go, I'm not touching you. But, you know, you, your hand is like one millimeter <laughs> from his uh 
from his neck. I mean, what are you doing? There? You're just you're just trying to start things, Solana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we got Skyler. We, we got Skyler and Flacco on Sunday. Let's have a little fun here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what um. What the hell happened to this season, Mike, that it has come down to a game for all the marbles? And there's other stuff that has to happen, but uh, it'll be Skylar Thompson versus Joe Flacco for a possible trip to the playoffs for the Dolphins. Uh, Pretty wild, uh, unexpected finish to this season. It is quite insane to be sitting here at like eight and three and going, all right, we're like, this team's going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs. Literally, probably just had to win one game during that stretch and it you know against an AFC team and it probably would have done the trick um I don't know it's a it's a collected collection of things um it just always seems like this team for whatever reason all three phases can't get on the same page in the same game um you see the defense last week which had even though banged up had struggled parts of this year they only give up 16 points uh and you're like okay against the Patriots, you got to believe the Dolphins' offense, even with a backup QB, could probably uh, keep up with them. And they couldn't. And of course, special teams also an issue. So uh, it just seems like every week, every week there's something. Uh, injuries have certainly been a big part of it. Um, but this is the NFL, and, and no one's gonna, no one's gonna, you know, be, you know, feel sorry for you for injuries because every team deals with them. So yeah, it's just the, the punches just keep coming every week. It's just trying to guess which one it's gonna hit you. And Mike, I watched the press conference. Y'all stopped laughing at McDaniel's jokes. I'm sure he didn't I like saw that. that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. I'm not saying stop laughing at the jokes. Uh, my head might have been in my phone today, uh, tweeting an injury update. I'm sure. I know he made one one joke about his surprise look about Joe Flacco uh, being the starter this week. So, uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's. It's down to the nitty gritty. It's not a five game win streak at the time. It's not uh, before the season starts where expectations um, were high, but everyone felt really positive about it. Uh, this is this is season over type stuff if they don't get it done. So yeah, it's not exactly a laughing matter anymore. Yeah, uh, to, to, that, to that point though, consistency, and this is to tell me if I'm wrong. Consistency on a team is on the coaching staff. To your point, eight, eight and three, lose six in a row. Seem like they, you know, just the team's not playing together. That part you said, the complimentary football is the phrase you're speaking of. The defense, offense, special teams on the same page. That's on the coaching staff. This has to injury is injury, Mike. This has to something to do with coaching. This six, their five game losing streak leading into this week. Yeah, uh, I think there's been times throughout the year where you see questionable calls, like maybe just going away from the run game in, in certain games when it's been working, like like in Buffalo and other areas. Um, yeah, you, you'll wonder – some of it is rookie coaching mistakes. Uh, not being able to get a challenge call to go your way all season long is pretty rough. And at times not challenging plays that, that were touchdowns for you. Um, these little things were beginning to add up throughout the year. And it just – they kind of manifest themselves with this six-game losing streak. Some of it's on the players, too. I mean, you, you mean going back I, – I go back to that San Francisco game, which probably didn't have much bearing on the playoffs for them anyway, but but two are just missing guys. Like, I, I have this image burned in my head of Je- Jeff Wilson running free down the sideline and two overshooting him by 10 yards. Like, that's the kind of thing that, 
you, when you miss your opportunities and you miss a field goal, um, they're finally coming back to bite the Dolphins. Earlier in the year, they didn't. They were winning some of these one-score games. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it is, a, is a five of their losses, if I'm not mistaken, as the stat I was looking at the other day, were one-score losses. So, um, yeah, that's sometimes the difference in a game. There are some reports out there, and it's gone viral because it does seem like such a wacky story, but there have been a couple mm-hmm. reports that if the Dolphins lose, Stephen Ross is planning on firing Mike McDaniel. Is there any validity to that? I don't know, and I, I can't imagine that's the case because I, I think talking to players, they seem to have – they seem to still – respect Mike McDaniel. It's not like to me, at least players I've talked to seem like he's lost a locker in a way. Um, you know, so I, I don't think that's the case. These guys are still out there trying. It's not like these guys aren't out there um, fighting for this. I guess maybe if there were, if they had draft picks and the whole Sean Payton thing was a possibility, but that would to me be the only way, you know, you, I would be like, okay, Hey, maybe this might be a thing, but I, I don't think so. I, I think he gets at least another year. I mean, it is his first time being a head coach. First year, eight wins. Is he falling short of expectations considering the way the season started? Sure, you can make that argument. Uh, but I could also make the argument that a starting quarterback hasn't played a lot. Starting left tackle hasn't played a lot. Uh, Bradley Chubb, a, a guy that they they brought in, spent draft picks on, misses time. Xavier Howard's missed time. I mean, I, I think there's context to a lot of this stuff. And, and I think if you look at the bigger picture, I don't think um, that would lead me to believe that Mike McDaniel can be a one-and-done head coach. And, Mike, what kind of confidence do you have in Skyler? He gets the full week, you know, like now he's a starter, he's getting all the reps, but I have not been impressed with him when he's played in the regular season. I have no confidence. I was saying earlier to Hawk, I think this is a race to 20. The first team to 20 wins this game. Yeah, I mean, what, it's, t- it's a tough spot for him to be in, but – I thought during training camp he proved that he belonged on this team with a roster spot. And I, I think now you're happy you, you have him. Are there better backup quarterbacks out there? Yeah, but you also had brought in Teddy Bridgewater, so you felt good about it. You felt good about keeping Sky. Like, you never expected Skyler to actually play this much this season. I understand he's probably not impressing anyone right now, but he's a seventh-round draft pick who's been thrown into the fire in a couple of games. He also didn't expect to play in. I mean, that Jets game, he, he comes in after the first play because Teddy gets knocked out, right? Um, last week, he comes in a spot where he's trying to lead the team from behind when, you know, Teddy was, was in. And actually, I, I thought was doing an okay job, especially finding running backs out of the backfield. I thought he was, going, he was doing a good job getting into the safety net. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not – like, how can, you, how can you put it on him and, and be like, oh, he's – not saying that's what you're doing, saying he's someone to blame, but I think it just is what it is. You just hope that with last week's experience, experience he's gained over the over um, the season intermittently, and then this week's worth of prep, that you just hope he can go in there and do something for you because that Jets defense is tough. Mike Cuno from CBS Four is with us. Uh, playoffs or not, is this off season going to solely be about figuring out? Is Tua your long-term answer at quarterback? And I don't think it has to do with the play on the field. I think it has everything to do with the head injuries. 
Yeah, so I, I think if you were looking at the play at the field, you could be like, I, I can make a case that you know he should be here just because I think the system works for him. Um, you look at what you know how well he works with Coach Bevel and McDaniel. I, I think it works for him. But sure, durability is definitely a concern, and I think they have to at least make sure each and every year they have a really good backup in the wings, someone that they think can be an NFL starter in this league because because that's a problem. I mean, you're looking at teams like like the 49ers and the Ravens who are still getting into the playoffs and going on nine-game win streaks with their second and third-string quarterbacks. Um, yeah, they. I think they have to make investments in that position. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it all depends on what's going to happen with Tua's future, right? I mean, I think if he's going to play again, he's your guy for, for now. Um, you don't have a first-round draft pick this year to go get another quarterback. So I think for the foreseeable future, yeah, he's your QB. And, Mike, we weren't there. I don't know if you were there when they were um, – when Sam Madison, who's an old teammate of mine, said that about Byron mm-hmm. Jones, some people play through injuries yeah. and some people don't. I don't – was he yeah. taking a shot at Byron? Because I think that was a big piece of why our secondary struggled. I, I, I was there. Um, I didn't take it necessarily as – uh, a shot of Byron. I just thought it meant like some people like actually have the ability to come back and some people don't, you know, like in, in injuries are all different. That's the way I, I took it. Um, but yeah, th- to me, the the two big injuries for this team that were actually even had the third really um, Byron's certainly a problem because they like top two flight end corners out there, you know, to help the pass rush. Um, but Brandon Jones, I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record with this because I think he was so important this, this season. He was your leading tackler at the time he got injured. Um, he created a lot of chaos at the line of scrimmage in terms of blitzing. Uh, and he was just a really good, solid piece in that secondary. Um, Emmanuel Ogba, that was part of the reason of, hey, if we have Chubb and Ogba, and all, like it was just a wave of, of these edge rushers coming at you. And edge rushers are Mike McDaniel's favorite position. Um, to watch and coach, he's kind of infatuated with those guys. He thought, okay, maybe this is what they had in mind. If they can't do it on the back end with those injuries, at least we'll get the pressure up front. But, I mean, you look at those three and you wonder what could have been for this defense. And you haven't even talked about the Nick Needhams of the world, you know, him getting him getting hurt, him being a part of that defense for a couple of years now. So, yeah, um, I just think some guys – the way I took it with Sam was like some guys are able to come back from injuries and some injuries don't let guys come back as fast as they want. Is that the case with Byron? Who really knows? Uh, we haven't seen him in a long time, so we can't ask him. Put on your uh, soothsayer hat, Cunha. What happens Sunday? Dolphins end up going to the playoffs when it's all said and done? or And I'm discounting the Buffalo-New England game. I know that counts. But the Dolphins-Jets right. game, how are we feeling when that thing ends? Um, I think you're going to feel good, and then it's going to be immediate, like, <laughs> not panic, but just, like, even if they get in with the with uh, Bill's win, I think you're like, okay, what happens now? We got into the playoffs, <laughs> but – what are, what's going to happen in I, – I think the scenario is likely Buffalo. Like, what, right. what are we what could posi- What good could possibly come of this? Oh, what's going to happen in Buffalo? Yeah, because, I mean, that's, that's a tough spot. And that's where I think you really need to, you know, be careful with Teddy 
because he does have the experience, um, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like as far as after that game, like, all right, let's say they get in. What, what now, what's next is Tua going to be available. Is he going to be ready? Should he be, you know, play all, all these things are going to come back. And this whole conversation we've been having since the Cincinnati game was that week three, week four, we're going to be having it in uh, week 19, quote unquote. Yeah, so Lana, you could just re-air that week of shows that we did after, after that Cincinnati game. Yeah, take a vacation, just, guys. Yeah, and then just dub over every got, time we say. We got to the car. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got to the car and whore portion of my life yet. So you know, those weeks, if you just re-rack those episodes, hear <laughs> me some. Go uh, ahead, drop a horn on us, uh, so oh. long as we wrap things up here. There you go. That means that Cunha's got to wrap things up. When you hear this sound. Yeah, that right. means That's Cuno awesome has arrived music. at his that is destination. The awesome music I've deserved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going out with the Cunos for dinner on Saturday night and you're waiting for them to pick you up and you hear this, they're outside your house and it's time to go. <laughs> Come on, baby. Mike's here. <laughs> uh, we love you, Mike. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Uh, <laughs> It's, I'm starting to feel it less and less each and every week. <laughs> yeah, I understand. It's like my wife, too. Yeah, but then yeah. the paycheck comes in, and then all of a sudden she loves me again. There's all right, there lot, you go. A lot of zeros in that paycheck from this station. It's all zeros. <laughs> yeah, unvo- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, it's all of the numbers. Like we're paying Mike. Goodness. <laughs> all right, there you go. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Mike Cuno from CBS 4 to Dolphins Friday. Don't go anywhere. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Someone texts in. They want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Hawk and Crowder.